and speak this word of God this morning. I thank you that it will be the word of God that we'll take heed to. It will be what we're going to put into practice. We're going to do the things that, that please you in everything we do. In Jesus' name, amen. Matthew, the 14th chapter. Matthew 14, we'll start in the 12th verse. This passage takes place after John the Baptist has been beheaded. Now that was Jesus' first cousin. Really and truly, at this time, John the Baptist was really the only one that, at, that, that really understood what Jesus came to do. His mother didn't, father, his disciples, none of them really understood. But when Jesus walked up to the River Jordan and John the baptizer were baptizing, he looked up and said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. So he understood what Jesus came for. He was the Lamb. People may not understand, but if the Lamb was to be slain, they slain over 300,000 lambs each year on Passover. Now Jesus will be the final sacrifice of the Old Covenant and the only sacrifice needed for the New Covenant. So this is where this takes place. 14th chapter and the 12th verse. It said, And his disciples came and took up the body of John the Baptist, buried it, and went and told Jesus. And when Jesus heard of it, he departed thence by ship into a desert place, or a place alone. And when the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the city. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion towards them and he healed their sick. Now that's what I want to talk to you this morning about. I wanted to get it on tape about healing the sick just to something a little bit different. Praise God. He said he was moved with compassion. Compassion means he was deeply touched. Have you ever had been deeply touched by some crippled person? Deeply touched. Well, this is being moved out of your heart. Moved by someone else's need. See, the thing about it, he said, the works I do, you're going to do also. Well, you're going to have to learn how he done them. Amen? Now, Romans 5, 5 said, the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Cotton Patch translation said, you have received a love transfusion. You've got, got a transfusion of the love of God. In 1 John 4, 16, he said, God is love. Well, Jesus understood something. He's in union with him that is love. In John 10, 30, he said, I and my Father are one. Now, he understood this. I am in union with love. I am in union with 
compassion. I'm moved. He said he saw the multitude and he was moved with compassion. Something moved on the inside of him. He had a deep something in on the inside of him. He was touched. Do you know what? I don't know any other way to say it, but something on the inside of him moved him almost to breaking his heart. Compassion of God. Hallelujah. That's what's in your heart. You can be moved the same identical way and get the same identical results. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. He said, and he healed their sick. Turn with me, if you will, to Mark, the sixth chapter. Mark, the sixth chapter. Look in the uh, 30th verse. He said, And the apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And he said unto them, Come ye yourself apart unto this desert place or, 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 or by ourselves and rest a while. For there were many coming and going and they had no leisure time, no leisure so much as to eat. There's so many folks they couldn't even stop to eat. And they departed into a desert place by ship and the people saw them depart and many knew him and ran a foot thither out of the cities, and out went them, and came together unto him. And Jesus, when he came out, he saw much people, and was moved with compassion toward them. Why? Because they were as sheep having no shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. So he said he was moved when they come. Now, Although they didn't even have time to eat, there were so many people coming. Amen. I mean, when you're moved with compassion, all your feelings are set aside and something about them has moved you from your heart, something you've moved by the needs of others. Do you know our, our, our purpose in this life is to reveal Jesus Christ to people, Amen. to show people Jesus is raised from the dead. Show people that God is love. You know, the most popular verse in the whole Bible, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Praise God. Praise God. So this is a, a one of the times he fed 5,000. He said, these folks run around, they ain't got nobody to lead them. They're like the blind leading the blind. Do you know that's the way the world is out there now? They're looking for a leader. They're looking for something that has the answer, but has nobody got the answer. Buddha has nothing. Mohammed has nothing. Harry Krishna, there is not but one answer. And he said, I am the way. I am the only way. Nobody else. We should be revealing that to people. We ought to be people, people. Praise God. Look in the seventh chapter of the book of Luke. Luke, the seventh chapter. <clears throat> Hallelujah. 
the seventh chapter. We look in the twelfth verse. He said, Now when it came nigh unto the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man, this in the city of Nain, carried out, the only son of his mother. And she was a widow. Much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her. Something moved. Hallelujah. I tell you what, there's a realm of the Spirit of Almighty God that's on the inside of you that'll move you just like it moved the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said unto her, Weep not. And he came and touched the briar, or the edge of the casket, and they that bare him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead set up and began to speak, and he was delivered unto his mother. There is never a case too late. There is no, no matter, no matter what. Hallelujah. Compassion moved the hand of Almighty God. Praise God. Praise God. We have seen four people raised from the dead since 1976. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Lady called me one night. It was on, on a Sunday night after I, uh, we'd had church. She called me and the phone rang, and I knew who it was. But I'd never seen her. I'd never talked to her. I did not know her. But she knew me, and she knew I knew her brother. And she said, my brother has taken an overdose of pills and drank a fifth of whiskey. And said, the doctor said, there is no antidote. It's all over his body. I said, what can we do? And I knew what she was saying, but I didn't hear. I knew the problem. And I fell on my knees. I was eating some chi- uh, 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 Colonel Sanders chicken, and I spit it out and throwed it in the trash. And compassion came on me. And just a sorry, I knew this young man. I knew he was going to hell. And it just went all over me. And I said, tell her I, 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 I'll be up there. I went up there, and I knew the doctor. His name was Smith. And uh, he says, nothing I can do. I said, you can't pump his stomach? Can't, no, can't do nothing. It's all over his system. And I would watch this machine. It'd say, beep, beep, beep. And then it said, beep. He looked at me and said, it's over. I said, Doc, I know you go to church. I know where you go to church. I said, it ain't over yet. And he pulled the sheet over him. And he said, it's over. I've got to tell his folks. I said, well, you can tell them what you want to. He said, ask me what I go. I know. Hallelujah, it ain't over. And I laid hands on this young man. And that compassion flowed out of my heart. And in 15 minutes, he is sitting up on the side of the bed and got born again, praise God. Hallelujah. Named Jack Dover. Hallelujah. His sister runs the... Uh, old-fashioned ice cream parlor. Hallelujah. They know about this, what happened. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, it's never too late. Praise be unto God. 
It says about Jesus there, said he healed the sick. Turn with me, if you will, back to Matthew. But turn to the 10th chapter, and then we'll look again at something else. Matthew, the 10th chapter. First verse. <clears throat> said, And when he called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases. Seventh verse. And he said, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leopard, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely ye have received, freely give. Praise be unto God. You know, Jesus, we just read, where he saw, he saw something and compassion began to flow. He saw something and it was moved him so deep that out of his innermost being, something came up out of there that would raise the dead. Praise God. I'm telling you this day, that same love of God, that compassion of God, we need to exercise that more than we ever have. Praise God. Now he said there in, in the 14th chapter of Matthew we read, said he healed their sick. In the Greek, the word sick there is A-R-R-O-U-S-T-O-S. Now here's what that meant. The sick, those without strength. Invalids, critically ill, those who are devastated by sickness. Now, why are you telling us this? Because this will build faith in your heart to act like Jesus said. Now, he gave those disciples who were not even born again men the authority to heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper. He said, I've given you this freely. Now, you give this stuff out. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So, he said he healed the sick. Those without strength. Invalids. We have a picture in my office there of a fellow who was an invalid in Washington, Missouri. Muscular dystrophy. They brought him in a wheelchair. He couldn't walk. He slobbered. Bless God, but we laid hands on him, and the power of God came on him. He stood up and walked and raised his hands. We've got a picture of him standing and walking. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Did you take that picture? I think you did. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, those with no strength, invalids. Hallelujah. Critically ill, those who are devastated by sickness. Praise God. See, this will give you faith to lay hands on the sick. In Mark 6, 5, it said, Jesus went into his hometown and said, there he could do no mighty works, said, but he laid his hands on a few sick folks. I looked the word up, sick there. The word was the same as those over here. Sick folks not just those with minor ailments. I've taught that for years. That's wrong. That is wrong. It said, those that were critically ill, very frail, and weak in health. So, 
critically ill. He laid hands on some minor, uh, major things wrong with somebody. Said he went about and taught them. Praise God. Praise God. Look in Mark the 6th chapter. Mark the 6th chapter. Look in the 13th verse. It said... The disciples came back. He'd sent them out two by two. And they cast out many devils and anointed with oil. 13th verse. Many that were sick and healed them. Praise be unto God. That's that same word up there. Bless God said when Jesus healed. Same kind of healing. Whatever he did. He sent his disciples. Now John 14, 12 said the works I do you're to do also. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn to the fourth chapter of the book of Luke. 38th verse. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now we're going over something. And I want this on tapes, the reason I'm doing this. Praise God. Hallelujah. Luke, the fourth chapter. Look in the 38th verse. It said, and he arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. This is Peter. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever. And they besought him for her. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever. And it left her and immediately she arose and ministered unto them. Now when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick, with diverse diseases, different kinds of diseases, what'd they do? They sat at home and wished he'd come lay hands on them. Is that what he said? Well, I'm too sick right now to come to church. No. It said, they brought them unto him and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Diverse diseases, manifold, very different kinds of diseases. It said, diverse diseases. Well, how come, how come he healed them? Now listen close to me. Because they brought, they brought them unto him. There should not be a case brought unto us that is not healed. There should not be a case where someone... See, the, a, a lot of reasons people don't get healed is simply this. They don't get around where healing's at. Where you go to a Baptist church that does not preach or, or believe in divine healing, well, that's not a place to go. You go to most Pentecost people at their church, they know God can, but that won't get it done. Hallelujah. Presbyterian, any kind, uh, even among faith people. Amen. See, that's why... We need to understand some things about compassion. Jesus was moved with compassion deep inside of him. Something on the inside. What was it? It is the love of God. He said, I and my Father are one. That was the secret of Jesus initiating a lot of these healings. He stopped the funeral. He stopped the hearse. Said, bless God, shut her down. Shut it down. I got something. What do you got? I'll deliver that dead boy to his mother, praise God. Something about me. He knew God was moving on him. You need to know when God's moving on you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now that's just one way. But he said, these signs will follow them that believe. That's us. See, praise God. Praise God. 
there in that 38th verse, it said, Peter, or Simon's mother-in-law, had a great fever. Praise God. Praise God. Didn't say he taught anything. Amen. Hallelujah. Said he laid hands on her. Sometimes people ain't got enough time to teach them. What are you going to do then? What are you going to do then? Huh? Well, I know teaching would be the best where they could keep it after that, but some people ain't going to live long enough. And they need hands laid on them. What are you going to do? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. We're going to lay hands on them. It said, diverse diseases. Hallelujah. In Matthew 4, turn to Matthew 4. Matthew the 4th chapter. Praise God. 23rd verse. Matthew 4, 23. Jesus went about all of Galilee doing what? Teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Well, we know this, where they received His teaching and preaching, they received His healing. Hallelujah. But what about them, like the dead man? What about Peter's mother with a great fever? What are you going to do? What are you going to do about walking to the tomb of Lazarus? Huh? What are you going to do with two blind men that come? Amen. What are you going to do with the deaf? I was in Jasper. I hadn't checked on it, but I, I, they brought me a little eight-year-old boy that just could move along. And he, uh, his mother said, the doctor said, he, eight years old, had the heart of a 90-year-old man. Well, bless God, I laid hands on him. Power of God hit him and knocked him in the floor. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, what? I didn't have time to sit and talk to him, to teach him 40, 40 minutes. Amen. Those people in the Bible that came to Jesus, they might have just heard a rumor. I heard his fellow named Jesus of Nazareth over there. Bless God, he's got healing in his hands. Someone said, if I can just touch him his garment, I'll be healed. But they came and hunted him down. Jesus wasn't hunting them down. A lot of people want you to go talk to this one, and you try to talk someone in to come. Give them the plan. Let them make their own mind up. When they come on their own, they're believing. Well, I talked this old boy into coming, and he finally got him. Well, hallelujah. What's he going to get? What are you going to get if I prayed for you? I don't know. Do you come to be healed? Well, I'd like to be. Well, that ain't going to get the job done. A fellow that believes that if he went to Mayo Clinic and they doctored on him to be healed, he'd go to Mayo Clinic. If they believe that they could get help at M.D. Anderson, they'd go to M.D. Anderson. If they believe that if you laid hands on them, they'd be healed, they'd be coming to you. That's why we need to talk this. We need to tell people we're anointed. We need to tell them that I've got God's love in me. i got God living in me. I am the temple of the Holy Ghost. It's no longer I, but it is the Christ. I have been anointed by Almighty God. We need to be bold with this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If 
fellow called me from a healing school yesterday, and uh, he said, I'm dealing with a woman that's got terminal cancer, and immediately I knew what to do. And he said, uh, 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 we, she's gotten better, but now she's left and come back. She's worse than she was. I said, have her fast seven days before you lay hands on her again. He said, what can she eat? I said, nothing, nothing but water for seven days. He said, now, if, if you want her to, she can have a can or two of Ensure. And that's all. Hallelujah. And after the seven days, y'all lay hands on her and she'll be healed. Say, well, what fasting have to do with it? Because you become more sensitive to spiritual things. You become more sensitive to the anointing of Almighty God. You become more sensitive to that stuff. In other words, your spirit takes the ascendancy. In other words, it rises up, and he said, God wants you sanctified spirit, your soul, and your body. Praise God. And as you understand something, you can meditate on the scriptures on healing after, you, after you've been fasting. I'm telling you, they'll come alive to you. Can you say amen? Most people don't like that because they don't want to miss not one meal. Hallelujah. 24th verse. And said, His fame, Jesus, went through all Syria and they brought unto Him. Do you see that? They came, they brought, they came, they brought. Brought all sick people that were taken with divers, diseases, torments, those that were possessed with devils, those that were lunatic, and those that had palsy, and He healed them. Can you shout amen? amen. Said they heard of Him, the fame, a rumor went out, a report went out. Something's in that guy. And he preached such sermons, the Spirit of the Lord's on me, for he hath anointed me. Praise God. Praise God. Look over the ninth chapter there of Matthew, 35th verse. Praise God. Ninth chapter and the 35th verse. Jesus went about all their cities and villages, teaching in their cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness, every disease among the people. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Every kind of sickness. See, he preached, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And they knew if they got to him, they believed that. Those that were healed, praise God, praise God. In Paul's gospel... He said in Acts 14, 7 through 10, it said there, him and Paul and Silas preached the gospel. The gospel of the kingdom. And he said there was a man lame from his mother womb who never had walked. The same heard Paul speak. See? So Paul's gospel included healing also. He said, and the same heard Paul speak who Paul steadfastly beholding that this guy had faith to be healed. Do you know you can tell when people believe in God? Huh? I was teaching in the healing school up at Ramah, and a fellow came in a wheelchair, and when I got to him to pray for him, 
He said, I asked him, I said, uh, will you be healed today? And he went to crying and said, well, I sure do hope so. I've been in this case a long time. I've been in this wheelchair so many years. I said, well, you won't be. And he tuned up and went to cry and said, well, what have I done? What have I done wrong like he'd done something wrong? No, he hadn't done anything wrong. He just didn't know how to receive. If, if, if someone's always expecting God to do something one of these days, that's not faith. Faith right now, when you pray for me, I'll be healed. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and then you'll have them. Moffat said, believe you got it, and you have it. When you going to believe? When I pray. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And see, unless healing's included in the gospel, people are not preaching the full gospel. They're preaching a part of the gospel. Now, I'm not belittling them. I'm not saying I thank God for what part they do preach. Amen? Now, there was a fellow they chose out. One of, his one of them's name was Philip. It said in Acts, the 8th chapter, in the 5th verse, said, And Philip went out to a city in Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And they gave heed to the things which Philip preached because they saw and heard the miracles which he done. He went out and preached, I've been anointed. Said he preached Christ, I've been anointed. Or either he preached, Jesus the Christ lives in me. He preached one of the two, or maybe both. Said, seeing here in the miracles which he did, how unclean spirits crying with a loud voice, many that were taken with a palsy and the lame were healed. Said, it is great joy, citywide revival because of that healing. Amen. Praise God. So we see Jesus preaching it. We see uh, Paul preaching it. We see Philip preaching it. Turn with me and let's hear what Peter had to say. First Peter, second chapter. Hebrews, James, and Peter. First Peter, the second chapter. Praise God. Hallelujah. First Peter 2, 24. Peter looking at what happened on the cross. He said, Who his own self, Jesus, bear our sin. First Peter 2, 24. In his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto the righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. Not we're going to be, but we were. At the same identical time that he handled the sin. He handled the sickness. Can you say amen? amen? Sin and sickness paid for. Sin and sickness bought with a price by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, who his own self bare our sin in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. Praise God. Turn back to the 8th chapter of Matthew. Let's, let's pick up another scripture. 8th chapter of Matthew. We'll look in the 16th verse. It said, When the evening was come, 
Jesus went out and tried to hunt him somebody to pray for. Is that what he said? He said, when the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. He cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick. Why? That it might be fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, or Isaiah, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. Hallelujah. The word infirmity there just means weakness or the inability to produce results. You know, he said about praying in the Holy Ghost, likewise the Spirit will help our infirmities when we know not how to pray as we ought. See, that's one of the things about praying in the Holy Ghost. That's why Satan fights receiving the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues so much. He would like people to be stopped from praying when they don't know how to pray as they ought. I got a heifer that always prays in the perfect will of Almighty God. Amen. Amen. Likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. It said that it'd be fulfilled. Himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. Now listen to what this word, I looked it up, sickness. It meant an injury, disease, or sickness. An injury. Look what that'll do. When someone comes up and had a, a, a car accident, or someone needs prayer, bless God that come and said, can, can I be healed? Yes, you can. We've got an answer. Injury. I was preaching one, one night in Clanton, Alabama. And a lady came. They brought her down front. She was on crutches. And she said, I had a car accident 18 months ago. I have not been able to work. I have not been able to walk. I said, well, can you just stand up straight? Yes. Can you take a step? No. I said, what'd you come for? I said, I come to be healed. Well, guess what happened? She came to be healed. People that come to receive, receive. Hallelujah. Well, see, I understand what sickness it means the injury. Hallelujah. I said, turn her loose, and I took her crutches and throwed them away. How come? Because I know what I'm fixed to pray, the prayer of faith. And I know by her talk, she's ready to receive. I laid hands on her, and she fell over the floor. And when she got up, she got up running. Hallelujah. Totally healed. Totally healed. Been in a brace, been in a back brace. Back was broke, on crutches, couldn't walk. Hallelujah. 18 months. But I don't care if it's 18 months, 18 years. we got a God, hallelujah, that'll work through you. He said, out of your belly shall flow life-giving water, rivers of this Zoe life that'll cause a healing. Can you say amen? amen? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn over to James. James 5. Hebrews. James. James, the fifth chapter. Hallelujah. The fifth chapter, start in the thirteenth verse. Is any among you afflicted? Now the word affliction's there. Now listen to this. He said, any of you afflicted, let you do your own prayer. That meant a one-time 
traumatic something that happened in your life, something evil that had happened in your life, such as someone being molested, someone being treated wrong, someone that's been robbed from. Are you listening to me? Let him pray. Not tell everybody, not call every prayer tire you can think of, but do his own praying. Why? If you understand right, bless God, God will annihilate that old hurt. That thing's been on the black burner for 20 years. Bless God, God will annihilate it just like that. Hallelujah. 14th verse, it is any sick among you, let him call. Hallelujah. I've never, I've been pastoring 20 something years. I've never heard, I've never had anybody to call me except once. How come? Maybe I hadn't taught it right. Maybe I don't know why. Praise God. You know, a lot of people get into something. They think, well, if I call, uh, that'll show, uh, you know, I really don't know anything. Well, that's called pride. It was a full gospel, supposedly, preacher here in town. I knew him. Young man in his 40s. Had a heart attack and died. His wife Tried to get him to the doctor, so I ain't going to the doctor. He called the elders of the church, she did. Tried to talk him into going, said, no, I'm not going. That'd be a sign of weakness. No, that's a sign of ignorance if you don't know how to get healed. He didn't and died. Well, how come the Lord took him? He would, Lord didn't take him. Lord don't take people like that. You want to know how God takes them? You read the Bible. How did he take folks? Twice it talks about he took folks. One of them was Enoch, the other one was Elijah, and both of them he took them alive. So God don't have to kill someone with AIDS or cancer or anything else. You say, well, didn't they go to heaven? Well, of course they went to heaven. That ain't what we're talking about. We're talking about getting you healing. Praise God. So, that word sick there, is any sick among you? The word sick includes, listen to me, weariness of mind that hinders a physical recovery. You ever seen somebody just done got wore out trying to get to healing? Just wore out? Well, look what that'll do. Call, call, call. Hallelujah. To the sick folks, they need to call or they need to come. If they're able to come, they ought to get there. Amen? I think a lot of times uh, 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 we use other methods rather than do what the Word of the living God says. Amen. Turn with me, if you will, to Mark, the 16th chapter now. Any of y'all getting anything out of this? Hallelujah. Look what faith that'll give you. Look what inspiration that'll give you to use your faith. Hallelujah. Mark 16... Hallelujah. Look in the 17th verse. Now we have just went through. We saw where Jesus, Philip, John, Luke, Paul, all of them included healing in their gospels. I have people tell me all the time, said, well, you know, uh, praise God. I know God's able and all that, but you know, said, you know, healing is kind of secondary 
It ain't the mainline gospel. Yes, it is. Jesus, if Jesus preached it, Paul preached it, if Peter preached it, if Luke preached it, if uh, Philip preached it, there must be a main line to it. Said so there they preach the gospel. Mark 16, 15. He said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Who to? Every creature. 17th verse. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Amen. In my name they'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. Drink any deadly thing. It shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That word uh, sick there meant is the same word we've been looking at. A-R-R-O-U-S-T-O-S. Those without strength. Invalid. Those that are critically ill. Those that have been devastated by sickness. Can you say amen? Those who are terminally ill. Listen to me. Those with no natural cure. Can't help. Those as doctors can't help. It ain't ever too late. Amen. When we was in Wade Prison, preaching down there, we had five cases of AIDS healed. Hattiesburg, Mississippi, we sent a handkerchief to a boy in the hospital that had AIDS. That's six people we know for sure and certain got healed of something that was incurable. Those with no natural cure, no, no cure for AIDS. But I know what the anointing of God will do. I know that Jesus went about healing them all. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has never changed. Amen. He said, I will be with you always, even unto the end of the world. I'll never leave you. I'll never sake you. What are you doing in there? Well, he's just tagging along till we make heaven. No, bless God, he's in there to work through you. Paul said, in due season, God saved me to reveal his son through me. Not to me, but through me. God wants to reveal his son through your mortal body. Praise God, praise God. He said, they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. The word recover there is E-C-H-O. Meant to have or to possess. Lay hands on them. They'll have it or possess it. They'll have it or possess it. They shall progress. They'll recover. They shall recover. Progressively, they'll feel better and better until they know they're totally healed. Amen. Praise God. Out of you, you are a transmitter of the very life and nature of God. Hallelujah. Had a woman coming here right now. They live in Detroit now. Mary Phillips, black woman. It's real fast. She used to run track. Anyway, she come from McGee, Arkansas. And she said, my mother has sugar diabetes. Well, how long she had it? Said, she's been on insulin 25 years. Said, what can I do? I said, tell her, come over here and I'll pray for her. And uh, the Lord will heal her. Well, that's pretty bold talk. Oh, that's bold as you can say it. Hallelujah. The next Sunday, she called and told her mama, and her mama come over here the next Sunday, laid hands on her, she ain't never had no insulin since. Totally healed. How come? She came to get it. Hallelujah. 
and I had faith to lay hands on her. Can you say amen? Praise God. I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma preaching in a church, and a man from Ethiopia came. He could not talk English. He could not understand nothing I said. But they had told him if he came that I'd lay hands on him and be healed. So he came. He can't understand what I'm saying. I preached about an hour, hour and a half. Bless God. And he came down front. Power God hit him, knocked him flat in the floor, and he got uphill. We got a report later. He had a disease that was incurable, but there is no time incurable for God. There's nothing that our God can't heal. Hallelujah. If we get bold enough, praise God and do what God says. Can you say amen? Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to Luke, the sixth chapter. Luke, the sixth chapter. Luke, the sixth chapter, 17th verse. And said, He, Jesus, came down with them and stood in the plain and the company of His disciples and a great multitude of people out of Judea, Jerusalem, and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear Him and to be healed of their disease. They come to hear. What did they hear? Well, you never know what God will do. His mysteries to perform. Well, that wouldn't have got nobody healed. Well, what did they heal? Well, you know, God is able. No, He come, He preached, I'm anointed. I got the power of God. Me and my Father are one. I've got something that'll flow out of me, well, it'll affect the healing and drive out anything of the enemy. 2 Corinthians 1.21 said, He that established you and has anointed you is Almighty God. Praise God. Praise God. It said, and they came. Amen? Don't try to talk folks into nothing. Let them make their own decision. Let them make their own decision. I had a lady call me one time, said, Brother Sullivan, would you come talk to my husband? What's wrong with him? You got cancer in the throat? Yeah, I'll come talk to him. Will you pray for him? Yeah. I'll come over there and sit down and talk to him. He could talk. I said, well, I read him some scriptures out of the Bible. I said, you ready for me to pray for you? He said, I don't want you praying for me. How come? I said, I don't believe in that. I said, I just read your scriptures. I said, that ain't the way I believe it. Well, you got a right to believe what you want to. Two weeks time, he is dead. Amen. You got a right to die. You got a right to believe what you want to. Amen. Hallelujah. But he said there, he, he came down the plain and said, these all which came to hear, they came to be around where healing was. You got to get around where this stuff's at, where it's available. Amen. Turn back one page, Luke 5, 17. Said it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which came out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Man, hallelujah. The power of the Lord is present to heal. 
You know the power of the Lord's present heal you right now? Do you know you're a walking, talking time bomb? Do you know that you're full of the anointing to heal? Hallelujah, you've been commissioned by God. Go ye and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You go lay hands on the sick. Those invalid, those that can't get help. Bless God, we've got help. Amen. Amen. 18th verse. It said, and behold, men brought. See, they brought somebody in a bed, which was taken with a palsy, sought by means to bring him in, to lay him before him. And when they could not find, by way they might bring him in, because of the multitude. See, most folks say, well, you know, you know, I... I I tell you what, Brother Sullivan, you know, uh, crowds bother me. Yeah, well, you can't, you can't get help. Well, you know, I get nervous around a lot of people. I'm, you know, I, and this is sickness, it, it, I, my nerves are on end. I done heard all that. Well, Brother Sullivan, you know, <laughs> reckon you could, reckon is any, you know, I just ain't able to come. Well, I saw you down at Walmart yesterday. How was you able to get down there? Huh? Someone tie you by the hind leg and drag you off down there on a four-wheeler or something? How'd you get there? Huh? See, we expect something. We read stuff into the Word of God. It's not there. But I'm telling you, no one ever came to Jesus and left there without being healed. No one should ever, ever come to us without being healed. Do you understand that? That Jesus Christ is now raised from the dead, seats at the highest seat in the universe, and he's living on the inside of you. He is the vine and you are the branch. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Well, glory, they brought, they came. Praise God, praise God. A lot of times Jesus initiated things on his own. When did he do it? A lot of times compassion is moving. Amen. A lot of times, bless God, he'd teach and preach, they'd get healed. Praise God. Sometimes other things operating, but he said, I don't do nothing I don't see my daddy do. I'm seeing something. Hallelujah. You need to understand you got something on the inside of you that wants to reveal what's wrong with them people and help those people. Hallelujah. God himself took my infirmities and bare my sickness. Jesus bear my sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. Well, glory. You get anything out of this today? Praise God. Praise.